0: its podcast you're listening to gorehead and the wiener
1: welcome to another episode of gorehead and the wiener Today we'll be talking about the descent.
0: I was kind of excited when you are telling me we were gonna watch a spelunking movie, because <laughs> I have a strange fascination with um, spelunking. <laughs> yes, I love watching people talk about um, climbing, like cave cave diving, and also just in general cave exploration, because the going into the unknown is fascinating exploring it i don't know if i could do it physically but i like hearing the stories so yeah. yes you enjoy it with a... no, oh, my no interest
1: in doing it yourself
0: <laughs> that's like many things in my life it's like tell me stories about this <laughs> that's what spawned this entire podcast because you telling me all about all the movies i never wanted to watch
1: <laughs> right there you go. So that means, and you're watching them now. So that means one day you too could go spelunking.
0: It's true. Maybe I'm just I'm just dipping my toes in, very like little, like bit by bit. Yeah.
1: Once you can conquer horror movies, who knows? Sky's yeah, the limit, or the center of the, the earth step, is the limit.
0: The next step will be actually playing horror video games because <laughs> I hate playing them, but I love watching other people play them, because I don't have any yeah. responsibility over the outcome. <laughs> so <laughs> I just like watching it. But, yeah, maybe one day I'll I'll do, like, a, a let's play of me of me playing through uh, Resident Evil 7, because that's the one I, I still need to play. It's scary. Ten
1: years after its release, it's you'll scary. get around to yeah. it when Resident Evil be... 14's coming out. <laughs>
0: I'll be at least 40 by the time I actually play it.
1: it's
0: a 10 year old game but you know
1: yeah i do feel the same way about uh, horror games i feel like that was something that's far more immersive so i get much more freaked out by it because it's like it's it's, you're you're not you don't know when it's going to come so it's like i'm used to watching horror movies so you can kind of always anticipate what's going to happen for the most part or it's like yeah it's not as engaging to me so i don't feel as invested in it Because I'm not like directly in control of the decision of whether my guy lives or dies, (laughs) you know. In a movie, it's like, well, they'll either live or die. I don't have anything to do with it. But you know, know. in a game, it's like, oh shit, you got to try to not die yourself. And so, yeah, I can only play horror games for like 45 minutes at a time before like my heart starts beating fast. I'm just like, oh god, fuck this, I can't play this anymore.
0: (laughs) That's when you need to have a buddy and switch off, switch on, switch off. Yeah. that's the dream but anyways yeah uh we're we're talking about the (laughs) descent today and i will let you give like a quick little movie intro before we get into the the details of it
1: all right descend into a story of friendship and teamwork as a group of spelunking friends tumble down deep into uncharted caves that threaten to plummet their (laughs) their lives into an unfathomable pit of despair Will these ladies ascend back into the light Or hit rock bottom never to escape I tried to I tried to come up with as many words For like going down as possible
0: Yeah I mean it's That's the movie (laughs) It's true it's like Things Just keep getting worse when they Continue to go down and then Eventually when they start Working their way up it's like okay we're getting Closer to the ending
1: (laughs) Well, we it don't know. Sense. We'll see what yeah, happens. We'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> so, I was.
0: I'll get into the gore uh, rating now because mm-hmm. this one tested me more and I wasn't sure what to rate it because I almost gave it like a 3.5 out of 5. Like, it's mm-hmm. pretty hard in some parts, but I took off. I did it. So, I based it off of which areas I couldn't watch. And the one area I definitely couldn't watch was when the girl broke her leg and, like, her bone was poking out of her leg. Fracture. And the, I almost gave it more than one point because they kept going back to it. Like, they keep going back to it. It's a
1: scene. It's, it's so long. much.
0: She breaks her leg and it looks bad already with her pants on. And then they take the pant off and you see it. And then they have to, like, set the leg back together and they're showing stuff from that. And so Sounds it's just, like, multiple too. scenes. Of them showing that and like I couldn't watch any of them, so I just (laughs) took one point off. But be forewarned, there's a long-ish. Like it's not a long sequence, but for what they're showing, it's a lot, and it's all hold on it that long. (laughs) Broken leg shit with the actual bone poking out, and it just is terrible. So one point off for that. (laughs) Point five of a point off for a rope like.
1: Um, rope rope, rope cord. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She I gets a really bad rope, friction turn. Yeah, rope the rope um, This woman's falling and the rope's going super fast and then she tries to grab with her bare hand, yeah. which never try which, to do that for fuck's sakes. Never ever. There's a reason no. why you wear gloves.
0: Which is a very real thing. Um, because I've heard actual cave divers and um spelunkers talk about this as if you have uh there was this one situation where I can't remember. I think it was cave diving, and they were pulling something up from the depths, and I think a shark or something got right. what was the, whatever was on the bottom of this rope, and all of a sudden the rope just started going, and it actually went through his whole hand, like the oh. rope went through his hand. Yeah.
1: To like did like cut up, off. Right? His, to like cut off his. It man? was um. Like it, it didn't kind of cut like, it
0: fully off, but it like went, went through like all the tendons, the bone. everything. <sighs> yeah, went through everything. Oh. So it's very real. This is not like exaggerated. I, if anything, it would probably be worse than what they showed. Oh but... um, yeah, yeah. It, it was it. That was gross. Just the idea of it. Like I think the actual gore you just see mostly bloody stuff. You don't yeah. necessarily see much of like the hand separating or something. But it still grows, so that's why I gave it point yeah. five, and then yeah, a point five really, yeah. for just everything else because there's a bunch of shit that happens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's, it, it's most it's of it is
0: watchable, but it's um, uh, there's a lot of flinching and like, yeah. It's, yeah, like that. It's up. a good. It's a good up, like upward. Um, what's the word? It's like a good increase, level of increase in gore from what we were watching. So, yeah. Three out of five. So there's definitely Yeah, there's there there's some gore. I feel like I don't know how to describe it. I guess three out of five gory wieners wouldn't be able to watch it. I don't know. Is that was that my rating?
1: <laughs> you know? forgot well, that means that they, three of you can watch it.
0: Three, You've three of You forgot your own can.
1: system. It's all falling apart. It, because five out of five okay. means that you anyone can watch it so if, okay. if it's three out of five I, think I, that make, means two. I wonder if,
0: yeah okay two of us couldn't watch it that makes more sense because like I might have rated an old one bad like opposite anyways yeah it makes sense <laughs> five good zero bad <laughs> it's a uh, like 60% uh, survival rating for this yeah, one yeah. So. <laughs>
1: there you go yeah it's, and, yeah I'll get it
0: <laughs> I'll get into the gore like the detailed gore summary now. So, the first thing we see is a pole impaling a person, but you don't necessarily see the pole go through. You just kind of see
1: um, you see the exit part though, and a lot of blood. You see the
0: exit. The you see the exit and you see but you don't see it go through like the front of the face. It's like no, you see it come no. out the back. So that is but the timing scary, of it's very shocking it's just
1: how like quickly yeah. it happens. It's very jarring, I would say.
0: And then the next one is the hand rope burn. And then the next one is the leg break. So you get the two real bad ones like in a row. It's terrible. Um, There's a throat bite. There's a uh, throat stab. There's bashing of heads. There's a throat rip out. There's like a zombie eating situation.
1: Grocery and list there's a leg door.
0: stab. Yeah, it is. But like, <laughs> but we got the uh, other throw, ones...
1: Throat slash and bash. <laughs> uh, throat poke. Uh.
0: <laughs> but I would say like the throat bite, stab, like the bashing. It's all happening yeah. in like... Um,
1: very quick shots.
0: It, they're really quick shots and they're happening in a sequence where people are trying to escape. They're trying to like fight something. So it's very quick um, and sudden, and it doesn't feel like it's too much. So
1: it's very frantic. So you, you don't really focus on anything too much in that. Like I would it's say, like if you I'd watch
0: say zombie movies. it's You sort kind of separate like the movie sequences. into
1: two between kind of like what the the gore is, where the first half is very grounded, uh, understandable gore and violence, where it's 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 something that any human being could experience if they went on one of these one of these journeys. Like it's very practical in how they hurt themselves. Like you can understand it, and then in the second half is more where it goes into the realm of a uh, fantasy and uh, less believability. Where it's it's like okay, there's still violence happening, but now a normal person isn't going to worry about this too much when they go spelunking compared to like falling down a hole and wrecking your leg or burning your hand on yeah. a rope. Like so, it, it it's really good at kind of how the movie like transitions into the more far-fetched uh, gore yeah. in, the, in the second half because it kind of prepares you with enough grounded gore that you are now feeling unease because these characters are getting injured and they're stuck in this goddamn cave and now all of a sudden they have this other bullshit to deal with and you're, you're just like, oh no, these people are already fucked up. How are they going to get out of here? <laughs> and then they get more fucked up.
0: <laughs> they get more fucked up. So I guess it depends on <laughs> on what type of gore freaks you out the most. Because if you are bad at the same gore that I'm bad at, it's the very grounded, realistic stuff that it's, it's like the shots linger on those moments longer because they are more realistic. And I feel like holding on shots like that is very effective because the audience can relate to it. So if that's the sort of stuff, I think like most people, the relatable stuff is the stuff that's rough. Um, mm-hmm. then you'll probably feel the same about the movie that I do. But if you really hate, like, zombie movies, if you really hate um, stuff that feels more like monster scary stuff, then the second half of the movie will be worse for you. So,
1: Yeah. It's kind of like like Haunted House Scare, kind of, the second half, where eventually it gets to the part where you're just waiting for something to jump out of the darkness at one of yeah. them. It's like, <laughs> like That's <laughs> essentially... It's better than that. I don't want to say that it's, just oh, yeah, like it's better than that, but... a haunted house, but it's essentially. I know
0: because you know. there's some people, my sister is this way where she could watch like hospital dramas and she could <laughs> see actual, like not real. Well, I think she has seen both where it's just like footage of surgeries and people's yeah. like bodies being pulled open and all this like human body gore. She is 100% fine with that but she can't watch like a scary house movie of stuff jumping out. Even if there's no gore, like that's terrifying (laughs) to her. Whereas for me, it's like, that's fine. I mean, I don't like ghosts because that's a whole other situation. They're totally (laughs)
1: real and they'll get you.
0: (laughs) It's because when I fall asleep at night, then I'll picture ghosts, but it's (laughs) a
1: nighttime scare for sure.
0: Yeah. But with horror movies, it's, just the gore. It's literally just the gore for the most part that I can't handle. Mm. The if it's like super fucked up and I can't relate to it at all, I'm usually okay watching it. It doesn't necessarily make me feel good, but I'm not gonna like close my eyes. I guess you know what I mean. So okay. yeah, yeah. I feel like there's two different types of people with uh, that have a hard time with horror movies. It's like one, it's the scare aspect; other, it's the gore aspect.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's true, but anyway, and the great horror movies just put both together, and make them all horror. Yeah,
0: and it's all, and it all gives you the same feeling.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> the worst, terror. beautiful.
0: <laughs> yep, but yeah. So now I can get into the detailed summary, and we're gonna go through the movie bit by bit. And mm-hmm. once again, it was very hard for me to simplify this. So yeah, we'll, we'll just uh, yeah, make it's a lot of. Way it's also
1: I, f- I forgot how much uh, kind of. uh it's all- Oh, dramas happen well, the, the, well I, I remember all that stuff but more like the uh kind of the abstract imagery of like her her visions and stuff where it's like oh it's kind of like a david Lynch film where oh. when she has all of these kind of like moments in her mind where it just kind of like cuts to like a birthday cake or something and i was like oh i kind of forgot about all of this stuff oh
0: but it's like, yeah that's a good point
1: all of her sad mental trauma part which is goes into oh, the name yeah. of
0: the descent. The descent into madness. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's some cool imagery in this movie. I liked it. Yeah,
1: it's yeah, um, it's a very well shot movie. Just it it is. The cinematography is wonderful in this movie, and the lighting.
0: And yeah, so this this film was shot in 2005, and I really enjoyed watching. Just, I don't know their fashion choices.
1: Oh, <laughs> like, I'll, I'll just say, like, the way it words, was like... shot. The, the mid-aughts for horror was, like, ooh, that was a bumpy time. There is, like, so much use of kind Because, like, as in The Matrix was really popular. So there's, like, a lot of, like, techno and, like, blah, 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 like, flashing, crazy, twisting cameras all the time and, like, weird, like, choppy editing where it's, like, every yeah. fifth frame is shown. And it it was, it was like, this time, like I don't know, people thought they were being, like, punk rock or something. Yeah, But that's it right. just looked... Awful, it's <laughs> and it ages, yeah, terribly. There's so much heavy that's, metal in it. But that's this when, like,
0: punk and Bank grunge and stuff, that. yeah. I think of the music video for uh, Firestarter from
1: oh, yeah <laughs> Firestarter, yes, 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 yeah. like a corn music video. Things look like like a corn music video or like a, like a disturbed you know the yeah. old like a tool music video tool was a little better actually those tool were was the
0: better peak. they're like the ones that did it more classy but yeah. it still was 2000s like peak oh, yeah oh, uh, oh it was a,
1: it was a bumpy time for, yeah, anyway. for horror during that period just <laughs> too much but yeah so it definitely
0: <laughs> it definitely felt like it was filmed in the 2000s but it felt like a classy one from the 2000s and it Very was hairy. it's a it's a British horror film, so that automatically makes it a little bit more classy. I
1: have to say, some of my favorite horror films are definitely British horror. They're they're good at subtlety. They just
0: they're good in general. I think they just have a better grasp of. I don't know.
1: Well, they put characters timing? first and then insert the scares. Yes, so you have oh, a good base. That's a good way to just put have it. They... Cardboard cutouts. <laughs>
0: British acting, British shows are very much more character-focused versus mm-hmm. United yeah. States American shit, which is, like, appearance-focused. Si- yeah, situational,
1: and, like, based. Where and it's situational,
0: like... but, like, on top of that, they will hire people based on appearances oh, and then yes, their talent. The
1: mm-hmm.
0: And then British stuff is usually, like, you're right for the role and you look like you could fit the part, but you're... Actual acting abilities become or comes before your appearance, yeah,
1: which the...
0: <laughs> I appreciate so much.
1: When you look at every woman in this character, you know that they weren't hired because of their boob size. Where they're like,
0: exactly. "Oh, that's they're the dumb good.
1: one <laughs> the tits." I get it.
0: Exactly. <laughs> There's no one in this movie that is a bad actor. They're all yeah. good, and you all you get immersed in the in the movie perfectly. So, anyways. I can talk about the movie now. So it's a <laughs> 2005 British horror film written and directed by Neil Marshall. It grossed approximately $57.1 million against a $3.5 million budget. So it, it did very 50, well.
1: $57 million. Damn! Yeah. Holy shit, did I did not know well. that much.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the movie is about thrill-seeker friends, Sarah, Juno, and Beth. It starts out with them... Uh, whitewater rafting together. So that kind of just gives you like a little insight into the types of people they are. They love doing uh, adrenaline style activities.
1: Also, like, good for them because, like, it's so foreign to like for me just to think about like a bunch of women going on adrenaline junkie things together. Yeah. It's just, like it's such a rare kind of environment generally that's kind of nice to actually yeah. see just a bunch of females in it's because, like, so often it would be a bunch of dudes doing it.
0: Which is refreshing, because honestly, I had a lot of friends back in Vancouver where we would all just go snowboarding together, we'd all go hiking together, and it's just a bunch of female friends, but Mm -hmm. you don't see that represented in film as much, so it's nice.
1: I can't think of much, yeah. Unless it's an inspirational sports film. (laughs) That's the only time. Yeah,
0: oh, look at these ladies that can actually do a sport. (laughs) So wonderful.
1: They train so hard. look
0: at them go. They train so hard. Um, So, yeah, they've done this white water rafting thing, and it's sort of like a nice little montage of them having fun. And then afterwards, um, (laughs) our main character, Sarah... She's in the car driving back with her husband and the daughter, um, but the husband seems a little distracted. Um, mm-hmm. She's kind of like inquiring if there's anything going on, and the husband's like, "No, no, it's fine." And then immediately there's a car accident, <laughs> like a pole Asshole jumps through his right head into
1: another car. <laughs> it's like I'm fine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> Crash. Totally pole goes through problem. his head and it goes through his their daughter's. Head as well, which we don't see, but we thankfully, find that out later.
1: Thankfully, they decide not to show
0: that part. Oh my too god! Much. So immediately, I'm just like, oh fuck! All right, here we go. <laughs> and Sarah's sack. the only one. Sarah's the only one that survives this uh, accident. And yeah, so we cut to a year later. <laughs> yeah, we cut to a year later, and. We've got the same group of girls, Sarah, Juno, and Beth. And then there's some new girls as well Sam, Rebecca, and Holly. They're all together at a cabin for a spelunking adventure, which is hilarious because it just shows them, like, all kind of, you know, having fun. They're drinking. And then the next morning, they have to immediately wake up and go on this hike to get to a cave. I'm like, who the? Why? Why just- would you guys be drinking? if you're getting up at, like, 5 a.m. the next morning to go spelunking.
1: <laughs> oh, it, it's awful. Like, why that... Like, just the idea of being hungover and having to hike to a cave, then let alone go into that cave and then go into tight areas in that cave. It's like, ah, oh, I wouldn't want to do that while I'm feeling hungover. It's like, oh, uh, God, the, can uh, you tomorrow. imagine,
0: like, going into tight areas while you're hungover? Like, the... The tightest area I wanna go into is like a couch with a blanket and just yeah, wrap in exactly. a blanket, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, "This is good. I'm, yeah.
1: I'm going to stay here the rest of the day <laughs> I will stay
0: here and think about the choices I made last night <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly not I'm gonna go for a jog first thing in the morning and then wake up all my friends like a huge asshole. <laughs> <laughs> She, I
0: used to do that when I was twenty-one. Juno, that peppy
1: bitch.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's the other thing. So Sarah is is the main character. She's the one that was in the car. Sarah's husband died. Sarah is the sad Sarah, and <laughs> Juno, she's um, she's like an Asian girl that was on the. She was the also on the white ra- water rafting crew. So, mm-hmm. um. I'm trying to like physically describe everyone, but there's only
1: there's like there's blonde hair white, lady short except short spiky for one Asian Irish girl. lady <laughs> and then younger sister. Like
0: Sarah, Sarah's like the she's blonde, the main character, and then yeah. Juno. Beth's she's like the well. annoyingly peppy. Juno's not blonde. She's Asian. No, no, Juno's
1: black hair. I said Beth. Beth is blonde.
0: Oh, Beth is blonde. We're just confusing the audience at this point. But anyways, (laughs) Juno's just annoyingly peppy. Um, We probably don't even need to give a physical description for this point. But anyways, this is mostly for me to follow who I'm even talking about. But yeah, Juno is annoyingly peppy. She shows up and she's just like, all right, ladies, let's go. And like opens the door. It's like letting all the cold air in. And everyone's like, oh, God damn it. I'm like, all right, immediately don't like this Juno chick. And uh, <laughs> they all drive up the mountain and hike to a cave entrance, which is literally just a hole in the ground. And they start to descend.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: it's like a hundred foot drop like
1: the... too. It's like a hard ass like start to your adventure.
0: God, yeah. I mean, I've visited areas that have caves that you can actually spelunk down into. And there were a few like that where it's like, there's a sign that says, welcome to blah, blah, blah cave. I'm like, where's the cave? And then I look down. and like, Oh, it's the hole in the ground. No. I am not going into that one.
1: Never, never. <laughs>
0: no, man. thank you. Um, so while they're in the cave, Juno apologizes for not being there after the accident to Sarah. Mm. Um, but Sarah isn't really having it. She's distant, which is kind of understandable. Um, she got a lot on her yeah, mind. She's There's hallucinating her daughter
1: every once in a while at this point as well. I think she's yeah. she's heard giggle, her daughter giggle, I think, at this that's point. That's right.
0: She's heard some Sarah. giggles. Um so she's she's the,
1: having the mental trouble times. She's
0: she also trips balls time really
1: hard in the in the in the hospital. She has that crazy ball tripping sequence where she's running through the halls and like all the lights are turning off around oh,
0: her. Oh yeah, she, that's right.
1: But yeah. You kind of set up that Sarah's not quite uh, fully hinged
0: she's not fully hinged, she's got a lot of PTSD from an accident
1: that... Maybe she shouldn't be going on this trip right now Yeah
0: and I don't think she realized it was gonna be this intense, but yeah, we'll get to that
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah it gets so... intense
0: <laughs> and the way that they light this, these parts is pretty cool when they get into the cave, they're using um, flares a lot of the time to sort of light up areas, so it's a red light so that is very a very dramatic. nice effective way to get a dra- dramatic lighting in a natural way that isn't forced. So it mm-hmm. still feels natural but it is making it the situation feel more uneasy whereas like if they just had their flashlights and it's just like a warm white light or something or a yellow light mm-hmm. it would feel a little more neutral but the red kind of gives it that vibe of like all right, we're in a horror movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 It's like it, it feels like they're they're about to go like uh, uh, dig a bot, dig a hole for a body, then go eat some spaghetti, like in the Goodfellas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: It's very intensely red, and they're all standing there, and it's like they have these dramatic shadows cast. It's like, oh, they need some. Spaghetti.
0: Oh yeah, all the dramatic shadows. But um, so yeah, after this, the group is moving through a narrow passageway. Each person gets through, each person gets through. Sarah's the last one, and it collapses behind her, which is oh. just freaking great. It's so spooky, and Sarah... that scene.
1: That's the scariest part of the movie for me, is when she gets smushed by the oh, rocks in the tiny cave, I... because she's, she's trapped, and she's freaking out, and she's stuck. Yes. And, like, that's my greatest fear, being stuck underground in a goddamn hole.
0: <laughs> they shot oh. it so well. They made it so claustrophobic, and... To be honest, I don't know if they could shoot it in any other way, because can you imagine shooting in a cave? Can you imagine (laughs) trying to get shots in a confined space? So, like, I feel like there's only one way to shoot it, and that is to create a claustrophobic type of feel, which they did very well. Um, So that was kind of, I feel like that was sort of the instigating moment of the rest of the movie where it's like, things get a little shit from this point on. Yeah,
1: because like now that was their only way out. And this is when the first bombshell of the movie is dropped. And the first realization that yes, Juno is definitely a huge asshole.
0: (laughs) She's the asshole of the movie. So thankfully Sarah doesn't get crushed. Like she gets out of the hole in time before it collapses completely. And then... Juno uh, basically admits that she led the group into an unknown cave system so that they could discover it in hopes of restoring their relationship. Oh, so she thought...
1: An egotistical dickhead.
0: Right? She thought that discovering an unknown cave would kind of help everyone in this sort of, like, distant friend group restore their connections somehow in, like, a weird... Ego trip of whatever.
1: Yeah, I don't understand yeah. I we, why we, she we would we think that? that but... discover I was gonna name it after you, and she says this to Sarah. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. You see, of you course. next Tuesday.
0: I'm sure they would name the cave Sarah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Sarah Cave. That's name. <laughs> Sarah
0: Cave. <laughs> um, yeah. So she's she's an asshole, and that was. Yeah. She has explained that's the only way out and there's nobody coming for them because no one even knows about this cave. So they can't even get rescued at this point.
1: Yeah, Because when you go on these expeditions, normally you register with a ranger's office. You tell them where you're going to go. So if you're going to do this crazy bullshit thing, at least if you don't come back out and they don't hear back from you in like a certain amount of time, the rangers will send safety teams to find you. So if they know that where you are, they will probably find you, because if you are on a charted cave, they will just search the whole goddamn thing until they find you. But if you're an asshole that just goes to a completely unknown one, you're fucked.
0: And you're not supposed to go into these caves without training. So, like, you're... Normally, you wouldn't even be allowed into these places, because a lot of them you have to go to, like you said, like an office place to register for it, and if you don't have certificates of any sort of training they'll only let you go into like super beginner caves or whatever yeah. and a, something like this that doesn't have a map it's never been explored before would absolutely be off limits to people that have never cave explored yeah. before in their life you could Which, just take, step, it seems take like one have, step
1: into but, it the whole goddamn thing and collapse on you you don't know it's like no one is, with yeah fire
0: <laughs> stupid so yeah if anyone is doing cave exploration cave diving you need to have training. You need to know <laughs> yeah, what the fuck you're getting yourself into because it is the easiest way to die.
1: God, yeah, yeah. You don't want to weekend warrior that shit.
0: No. No, no, no. So, Go anyways, bouldering at, a, at one
1: of those, like, walls with the colorful rocks instead. Yeah. Oh,
0: do yeah, that. do that. I've done that. That's hard enough. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's fine. I can
0: only do the easy ones. Uh... <laughs> So they're, they're exploring the cave a little more and they discover that there's a cave painting, which suggests that an exit does exist, which was kind of a hilarious scene because they just show mm. this cave painting. They're like, look, this means there's an exit. I'm like, does it, does it mean there's an exit? How do you, how, how are you coming to this conclusion? And everyone like, just kind of accepts it. It's like, okay. Yeah. It's like, Exposition. Well, Yeah, they
1: kind of show like the hole and then another hole, but like, it's cave painting, it's so clear. it's not drawn to scale. It does, it's not like it's a, it's a no. cohesive map that is no, like guiding it's you. Not. It's just like somewhere in this unknown depth there could possibly be another way out based off of this who knows how fucking old ancient cave painting.
0: Yep. Who fucking knows? knows. Yeah. So it's they pretty, pretty vague hope trust... at this point. They have no other options though. I guess you get on board like, pretty quick. To... I don't know if you could dig yourself out after the back part has collapsed. That might be more dangerous than good. So. Oh, I don't think
1: they could get it. No, because like if they pull rocks out, they could just, cause more to fall anyway. So yeah, yeah, they're so, pretty fucked. They have to keep the only way. Uh, the only way out is forward. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. might as well hope for an exit.
0: So they continue forward and they cross a large cavern using this rope, which is quite an intense scene Very that intense. they stayed on for so fucking long and just like waiting. people the first girl i think was juno where she just like bear crawls no no, no. juno the, the she's
1: the last one to go because she does it the dickish way she she's the yeah prick. but i
0: thought she went back and then oh
1: does she it. oh does she go there and oh okay yeah. okay
0: because she okay. crawled maybe i could i, I wrong, just remember someone, her at the
1: end trying to yeah. like be extra dickish for no reason. Exactly, and fucking it up. she
0: definitely does that. But anyways, like the first yeah. person to go across has to like bear crawl across the ceiling, yeah. super holding scary. Onto like, <laughs> what the fuck, bear crawl? And like they put pegs into the ceiling where they can like attach a rope onto and like little carabiner like yeah it's things. like it's like, it's like anchors it's system. like anchors
1: that they put anchors, into it yeah. that they attach the carabiners to so they can run the rope yeah. through it to create like this big pulley system that they can yeah. uh yeah kind of like yeah wire people but across there's... but like the upper body one... strength of these fucking women like she's like one arm holding the rock and like twisting at the same time slowly just like retwist herself and re-grab onto the rock like jesus christ
0: <laughs> these I women are <laughs> Oh, I have no upper body strength.
1: Oh, God. Bullshit. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so she uh, does that, and it's intense. And then each person goes across, each person goes across, and then, of course, Juno at the end is just like, we're going to need all the shit that we have. <laughs> so she goes and she tries to get the rope and the anchors and all this shit. And, of course, in like the last one, she falls. She loses her balance. And Sarah is the nice one holding the rope, And the rope, just like, you know, the full weight of a body that she's holding on to with just one rope, and it just destroys her hand with the rope burn, Mm. so that's, like, great. And Juno doesn't die somehow, like, she still makes it, and, Yeah, um, because the rest of them grab
1: onto the rope and pull her ass up after...
0: Oh, god. And while Sarah is just, like, looking at her bloody hand and, like, wraps it up and stuff, Juno is like oh hey look at this. this is an old piece of equipment I'm like oh my god you don't even give a shit about Sarah but yeah so Juno found that there's like a hundred year old cave carabiner or like cave yeah, uh, anchor or something she's like well it, there's proof that there there's some people in here at one point it's like okay fine
1: but That's show great. a little more
0: empathy for Sarah because you guys <laughs> are assholes. Well, at least Juno's yeah. an asshole. So yeah,
1: she's very selfish. Like it, it, it shows her character very well by not having to like make her really cliche. Like she's just self centered. Like she's not yeah. necessarily trying to be like mean to Sarah or whatever. She's just being herself, and she really doesn't actually give a shit about other people very much. Which becomes more and more evident as the movie goes on.
0: <laughs> yes, it does. Um, yeah, so the, the next scene uh, there's another girl named Holly. She runs ahead, which was kind of a stupid scene because she, oh, she thought night. she saw light. Yeah. She thought she saw light at the end of the tunnel so she's running and everyone's like Holly, don't run. You're gonna hurt yourself. You're fucking, you're running in a cave. Like, what are a you dark, doing? So dark she's, she's running ahead and of course falls down a fucking hole and it's like 20 feet deep or something. Oh, so she falls
1: far. Far. She falls <laughs> All on real rocks. Far. Everything's so hard that they Everything. hit in this movie. There's nothing soft that they land on.
0: So she survives it, but she breaks her leg real fucking bad. And it's like I was describing in the beginning where, like, her bone's sticking out. And then everyone comes down and tries to, like, put a splint in it. They have to reset her leg and then put a nice. splint on it and, like... When they establish that uh,
1: the third lady, her younger sister's with them, and she's like uh, one year away from becoming a doctor. So she has like the skills to actually do this. It's not like someone just pulls this out of their ass. It's like,
0: I'll do it. Fun story, though. This is going to be a bit of a tangent. My (laughs) sister is a badass. She had a tree fall on her. A 50,000-pound tree. It fell on her. I think it's fifty thousand, or was it five thousand? Somewhere it was like. Five thousand is still
1: really heavy.
0: (laughs) It's Probably five thousand. Probably Probably five. A fifty
1: thousand pound tree is that'd be yeah that'd be like uh, one of those massive redwoods. I think she would probably get smushed.
0: (laughs) She'd just die. Five thousand pound tree, a regular tree. (laughs) (laughs) It fell on her. Uh, It pinned part of her body into a campfire. This was like in the middle of the woods and she went to medical school. And so all of her friends were med students that she was camping with. They got her out from under the tree. They were able to stabilize her body, put it like on a flat surface, make sure everything was properly in place. Then the ambulance came and she got to the hospital, but that having friends that are in med school, Will fucking save your life.
1: God damn it. I need to make more friends with doctors.
0: (laughs) Yes, right? They knew, they all knew what to do, and my sister's fine now, but like they didn't, the doctors weren't sure if she was going to make it, and then they didn't think she was going to walk, and Uh, then she's fine. fine. Like the worst (laughs) thing she has is just like she's got third degree burns all down her leg, but it's all. But like she, skin can move grafted up. Yeah.
1: she could be fine. Yeah. Yeah. She has no No actuality. one
0: would ever know unless you saw, like, the burn on her leg. No one would ever know that she had any sort of an accident.
1: And didn't that tree just, like, fall from nothing? Like, it was just rotted yeah. and it was, like, terrible no timing. No, one knew. On her. Like, it just it fell.
0: It was just, like, you hear a crack and then the, the tree's on the ground and it's That's on crazy. top of Katie. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's, like, well, it's funny because, like, you know, in movies, you always kind of imagine, like, trees falling kind of, like, slowly. But I guess, like, in reality, it's, like. Boom.
0: It's just like, yeah. it's like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, it's like logging, logging cartoons have taught me that once you cut a tree off, it has a momentary start to it and then goes. It looks like it's kind of right? bounces.
0: Nobody really knows why. They think it was just, yeah, it, it was just kind of maybe it was hit by lightning prior and it had like a crack internally and it was just, that was the time it was falling. No one really knows,
1: but it's a
0: mystery. It was kind of, she was like a celebrity in the hospital for a while. I would
1: imagine. That's a crazy story that would definitely get around. You see the girl got crushed by a tree and lit on fire? (laughs) You thought she was going to die. She's
0: fine now. Yeah. Oh, crazy times. Uh, (laughs) But Yeah. So it pays to have friends in med schools, which I need to make more of as well.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, if you're going in the wilderness, make sure you bring a doctor friend along.
0: Yes. So while Holly is getting her leg all, like splinted up. Sarah wanders off and she spots a pale humanoid creature which in my head when I saw it I was like hey it's Gollum like he didn't look it didn't look like anything you ever wanted to be around no. and she in her head was like oh, there's people here
1: Oh my god I know like it's crouched, almost exactly like Gollum like he's crouched, kind of like on yeah, down like and he's over like a eating pond. like something like
0: Yeah I think <laughs> and he, he was like getting himself. water
1: And then it scuttles away. Like, it goes like... (laughs) Like, it doesn't, like, just get up and, like, walk away. No, it's like... (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) You would go back and you wouldn't be like, there's people here! There's a fucking monster here! Gollum is in the case.
0: There's a a creature that you probably don't want to encounter, but no... They're English, goddammit!
1: Why haven't they read Lord of the Rings?
0: Yeah, come on, you know know that you know uh the guy that Orcs,
1: those cave trolls like jerald Tolkien pre- prepared you for this shit <laughs> you
0: should be you should be aware that uh gollum lives in caves and everyone yeah. knows
1: yeah the lord and of the rings so, is a true story so just remember that
0: yeah it takes place in the sarah cave so, Sarah. Sarah maybe because
1: <laughs> all this God murder happens. <laughs> Welcome to Cave Sarah, the deadliest place on earth.
0: <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to Cave Sarah, where we it's all filled with you monsters. Know. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe because she she has she's having a bit of a mental break. It can be explained a little bit by that. And it's dark, and who knows? But anyway, yeah. she thinks Well, she's seen her a daughter a at this
1: point, and, like, her birthday yeah. cake and stuff, so she's she's kind of tripping balls every once in a while. And I think she's gotten, she like, is. concussed, possibly, at this point. Because she takes right. a good Be- noggin smash in at one point.
0: Yeah, like, and she... From, from that collapsing tunnel alone, like, who yeah. knows? There's a yeah. lot of shit happening. Her, her brains are pretty but rattled. Her brains are rattled, <laughs> um... And yeah, so yeah, so she's like exclaiming to the rest of the group, "I think there's people down here. I saw, I saw like a, a guy over in the corner. People, people over there, look. The, the paper, it's a man. There's people. There's people over here. There's a man. And um, so that's great. And um, yeah, so the group continues on, and they've uh, splinted they Holly all
1: say up. Yeah.
0: Don't believe it. And uh then they they stumble upon a den of animal bones, which is cool. And at that point there's the little little man that uh oh, that yes. Sarah saw <laughs> comes in a, and says hello, which happens to be basically like an equivalent of Gollum, like a crawler. They're call they call them crawlers and they're yeah, just crawlers, like, yeah. They look like if maybe hundreds of years ago, humans got trapped into a cave and then they slowly evolved into these weird, slimy, naked mutants. They're like that.
1: Well, yeah, I'll, they, I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll say that uh, uh, the director, he uh, his, his little backstory for them is that they were ancient cavemen that just decided to stay living in caves. And over thousands and thousands of years of just living in the caves, they evolved to turn into what they become but they were originally just cavemen, hence why there were, like, you see other cave paintings as well, not just the big mountain ones. so there is kind of evidence that they used to be normal people, and they just kind of, it's like an off branch of humanity, like, some of them left caves, and other people went deeper into caves.
0: Oh, God. They're the humans you never want to meet.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, They're all
0: very inbred, I imagine.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would have to imagine, you know, the stock. (laughs) <laughs> Stock
0: runs a little low. Um, yeah, that's so, the least of their worries. <laughs> yeah, so at this point, Holly is attacked and killed when a crawler bites through her throat.
1: Oh, super hard! Um, yeah, it's like very sudden too. It's a very cool shot where it's just kind of like it's just like sitting there with its head crooked. It goes like, <laughs> like, yes, She's
0: like, <laughs> it's
1: very gotcha. sudden.
0: I got your throat. <laughs> uh, Sarah runs and she falls down a hole, becomes unconscious.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And that's when she smashes her head. Yeah. That's when she smashes her head. And Juno tries attacking the crawlers and she turns. She's like getting freaked out. She can hear the sounds of them all over the place. She thinks she hears one behind her, turns around and stabs Beth through the neck. Oh,
1: no, she thought Beth. it was a
0: crawler, but nope, it's Beth. Oh, so and Beth, in her like sudden shock is like reaching up as she's falling and grabs on to a pendant that Juno is wearing and uh, holds it in her hand. She's like begging Juno to stay, but Juno runs away and Beth is just left there with her pendant and with a stab through her throat.
1: What a giant asshole.
0: Yeah, didn't even... Couldn't finish the job. She didn't job even say sorry, like, I don't think.
1: She didn't even, like, did, apologize.
0: No, just she didn't say her, sorry. Like, she just ran away. She didn't, like, she's gonna bleed to death or be eaten. And she didn't say anything. She didn't kill her in a humane way. She yeah. just fucking left. So that's real nice. That paints a very great picture of Juno.
1: Yeah. Um, Again, such a selfish prick.
0: Yeah. So then we see Sarah awakening in the, in where she fell. And she realized that she's fallen into a den of human carcasses. Mm. Um, and then we, see, it's kind of cutting all over the place at this point. It was hard to find
1: Pretty frantic yeah. where to go. Like, Cause this, everyone's separated at this point. So, yeah, everyone's separated, confusing as um, to what's
0: happening. Juno finds drawings that point to an exit. Um, and then we see Sam, Sam and Beth. Yeah, Sam and Beth, they're the sisters. Um, and they are hiding from these crawlers and they realize, because they have a flashlight, um, pointing it at the crawler, but the crawler isn't reacting to the light. So they've realized that the crawlers are actually completely blind and they are only reacting to sound. So Mm -hmm. now they can kind of use a little bit more of you know light and stuff it's to their advantage it's not it's not gonna like tip off the crawlers too much they um, at least
1: have a chance to survive now instead of like zero yes. percent
0: exactly a chance um yeah. and then we see sarah sarah finds beth and sees the necklace
1: and one of realizes... her, she finds the other irish lady and she gets torn oh. apart right in front of her Remember, she gets like oh, eight okay, in front yeah. of her and like, wah, 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 and, like she's yeah, watching she it through the
0: that... night vision camera. Oh yeah, that's right. That was a cool part. So there's June or not Juno. Sarah has this camcorder because they are rec- trying to record stuff throughout this whole ex- exploration, and she's using the night vision on the camcorder to actually like see where she's going and see who's there, which I thought was a very good use. Of of using a camcorder, which yeah. is in direct contrast to when we were watching The Visit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm just like, come on, like stuff like this is so much nicer. Like yeah. you are using something for a fucking purpose. So she needs that to was very it to nice to see. <laughs> it was nice to see, yeah. And then later she makes, I don't know if this happens now or if it's later, but she finds, I think it's after she sees um, Beth or whoever, get, like, eaten.
1: Yeah, yeah, the Irish lady. She gets, I I don't remember her name. She's the one that gets the compound fracture, and she gets killed in the the fracas. And then she gets... Holly. Holly, Holly. Okay, yeah. Holly.
0: She sees Holly get all eaten up, and um, after that she finds an old lantern with lighter fluid in it, and she makes, like, a makeshift torch from, like, the bandage around Holly's leg and puts that around, like, a stick, and she has, like, mm-hmm. this epic um, torch now. I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. because she uh, you find out that like,
1: there was kind of, like, a mining crew down here, maybe, like, a hundred years yeah. ago or something. So there's helmets, and that's where all those corpses kind of came from, and that's why she found that lantern and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this part of the movie is not really verbally explained. It's kind of just... Established, and you kind of figure it out as you're watching it, which is nice. There's they use it's visual more visually, storytelling, <gasps> yeah, visual <laughs> oh storytelling, and we're just kind of going through the main beats of it. And it's this yeah. part is just very frantic, so hopefully it's not too confusing to listen to. Yeah. Um, but yeah. so after this point, Sarah then finds um, Beth, who's the one that was stabbed by Juno, and she discovers. Uh, Like, Beth is trying to warn her about Juno, and she's like, you can't trust her, and she shows her the necklace that she got from Juno that she was wearing, which was uh, used to belong to her. It was like a gift from her husband, which basically explains that Juno was cheating, or not Juno was cheating, her husband was cheating on her with Juno,
1: Mm -hmm. and... And that's Basically, why they got in a car accident because her husband didn't want to talk about the fact that he was having sex with her best friend.
0: Yeah, real scummy, dad. That's pretty shitty. And it's amazing that all of this can be deduced from just some like very simple storytelling, like Still visual good. storytelling.
1: And it's you have a simple great. story that isn't cluttered with a bunch of bullshit. It's so wonderful because you can set up these little nuggets, and you'll remember them because it isn't like overshadowed by fifty other fucking nuggets that you just turd you sprinkle everywhere.
0: Yeah, you're not sprinkling turds. You're actually like sprinkling <laughs> little Planting nuggets cities. of of story <laughs> and. Story. The- the actual audience can put it together and feel like they've accomplished something. Like, like they are figuring moments. it out. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. that happened. Da, 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 da. So yeah. that was a cool thing to figure out. And after this, Sarah basically bashes in Beth's head. As he makes a tough uh, call. Know,
1: Poor Beth, she's still alive. I'm impressed she lives so fucking long with that like neck wound. I don't know how long someone can live with a wound that goes through their neck and out the back of their head, but she holds on for a while.
0: If they're not moving, yeah, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she for, wasn't going and who anywhere. knows how
0: how long things have been happening? Because there's a lot happening in the movie, but like it might have only been like twenty minutes. Like, That's true, no yeah. Like in yeah, if you think about
1: it, an actual time that all of this takes, probably pretty quick. Yeah,
0: because you it keeps cutting between characters, so it's probably mm-hmm. all happening at once. You know, um, yeah. So that's uh, pretty shitty that she has to do that, but it is a respectable decision. And yeah, she does it by like s- like stepping on her head real hard.
1: Oh, I thought she like smashes so. it with like a big boulder or something.
0: No, she uses her foot.
1: Oh God, that's really hardcore. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what happens, because I saw her, like, do a stomp. But it shows it from far away, so you don't see anything.
1: Oof. Yeah, yeah. Up. <laughs> that wouldn't be very tasteful if you just see her head, like, <laughs> blow up. No, <laughs> no. After this beautiful moment where she's like, I'll miss you forever, and then just, <laughs> show her. I'm pretty like,
0: sure that's what happens. Maybe I'm yeah. wrong, but I'm pretty her, her sure. Her
1: noggin gets crushed one way or another. It's very smushed, <laughs> and she's very yeah. dead.
0: And then we get the next sequence, which which I like to call the Mandy sequence from like (laughs) Mandy, the movie, which is like Sarah has like this super badass um, sequence where she, there's crawlers that come up to her, but she's basically like fighting them off. She goes into a pool, like a pool of blood. It's just the whole room is just red. And this, it's such a cool looking sequence, though. And yeah. she just like emerges from this super thick red pool, just completely covered like... Um... Carrie style. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) yes. Her
1: expression on her face is very crazy Carrie like. I imagine that was probably the inspiration for that one shot because she's like so good. She has the appropriate face for someone who has just run away from horrible cave monsters and has fallen into a pool, a lake of blood. (laughs) She has the appropriate. She has that
0: face where it's like all red and it's just the whites of your eyes with just like small pupils and you're just like the fuck (laughs) is happening just all red so cool looking and yeah she's getting attacked by all these crawlers but she uses sound to her advantage because at one point she's just lying on top of corpses and you see a crawler like standing on her looking around sniffing (laughs) yeah and then right when the crawlers about to leave she gets up and just bashes it in the head stomps it in the head like you see oh like the I, hunter has I become felt,
1: the hunted <laughs>
0: so cool it's very bad yeah
1: it's it's the badass. it's definitely like the badass part of the movie where she's like figured it out and she's like i am just going to fucking kill you assholes now i She's not like worried about anything else. She just murdered her friend. She's found out that her husband cheated on her with her supposed best friend. Oh she's yeah. She's like she, a lot to unpack. Can't, She can't
0: go back now. can't go back now. <laughs>
1: no and at this they get point all out and on we these cut fuckers.
0: then we cut back to the other people and we see how they're doing and uh A crawler rips out Sam's throat.
1: Oh, poor Sam. (laughs) And then
0: Rebecca is eaten alive. So it's like they're trying to escape. And I'm pretty sure at one point, like, Juno was yelling for them. And then that, like, tips off the crawlers. And they're just like, running around. She don't gets everyone and... else
1: killed except herself essentially. I know,
0: it's so fucking bullshit. But like, she thinks that, she's that the, the being the badass, the but she
1: always is the one that's fucking up and killing people. Like you think that she's going to be the badass, but she just fails at it every time she attempts to do it. Cuz
0: she's selfish. Yeah. She's not looking out for anyone but herself, and mm-hmm. she's ignorant to actually what is causing the crawlers to be attracted. So mm-hmm. then Rebecca and and um Beth? No. I keep losing track of who is Sam. So Sam and Rebecca are the sisters. And okay. I think. And Juno's like calling out for them, and then they're like, you need to be quiet. Like they're attracted to sound. And then after that, the crawlers come and they kill Rebecca and Sarah. Oh, not yeah. Sarah. Rebecca and. Fuck. <laughs> Sam. Sam. Sam.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sarah's <laughs> not here yet. She's still in the pool of blood. Yeah.
0: So then we see, like, Juno kind of, like, escaping, running around. And then in the top corner of the screen, we see Sarah, like, come out from, like, a hole in the wall, basically completely (laughs) covered in blood. And like, oh shit, shit's (laughs) about to go down. And now Sarah approaches Juno, and she's completely fucked up now mentally. And, uh, like, basically asks her about uh everything that has happened mostly currently about um Bath the one that was stabbed and like said that Juno did this to her
1: yeah and she
0: <laughs> denies it um she
1: gives her a chance and then
0: gives her a chance asks about the husband and she denies it and then shows the proof and she's like oh fuck um and they're basically trying to escape at this point and um they find an exit but right before they leave, Sarah stabs Juno in the leg. Right in the knee.
1: <laughs> She's not right going in the anywhere.
0: Knee. She's not going anywhere. And you just see this look of shock on Juno's face as Sarah basically escapes. And there's uh, <laughs> oh, she she more things like that kind of happen.
1: Moonwalk backwards out of the room.
0: <laughs> as she... Leaves the room, you just hear screams, and you see like all the crawlers are like in the flickering light of the disappearing yeah. torch. To... You know, you see all the crawlers coming into the room. Um, you hear Juno. the screams of Juno, and then we cut to Sarah that is just basically crawling up a just giant sea of bones to like the one exit out of the ground. Yeah,
1: it's a which very is a cool very, shot.
0: Cool shot. Like that was one of the best shots in the movie. Like, that one and so the many... blood sequence. Real yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, those are really striking images. Just so it's like that yeah. wide shot where it's like it's like all black and so it's like this one little tunnel of light, and you just you barely see any of it, but you can understand the scope of how big that room must be and how many body parts must be in there. Yeah.
0: Because there's two angles that are really cool. And the one is you just, it's shot from behind where you can just see the tunnel uh, disappearing into the distance with just the light at the very end. And it's all just white bones with mm-hmm. just black surrounding it. And it's only illuminated illuminated by the light coming out from outside. And then you see a side shot when uh, Sarah is trying to crawl up it so it's like completely profile of her trying to crawl up these bones which is very very nice simple framing but very pretty
1: mm-hmm. and the and first ray of light you've seen in like an over an hour yeah. in this movie so you don't realize like as an audience watching it how like you're like oh sunlight you're like you're almost as excited as she is to actually see different lighting than just black tunnel like that you've yeah. seen for so long it's
0: very cool um so yeah she uh sarah escapes and she she basically she emerges from the ground she's just like Completely fucked up. Runs to the car. She and has just like the best initial reaction
1: where she is. She gets out and like you know, in like a, a shitty horror movie, they're like, "Oh yay, we're free!" And like they have no no like realistic reaction to all the trauma they've just experienced. But she is just screaming like a wild yeah. animal at the top, running, just yeah. screaming and running. Just, it's just what you would do? Sad.
0: You would be screaming for the for your life. Just yeah, running, she, she runs finds, to the car. She she cries, she kind of. And she dies the car and she's like yeah. shaking. And when all she's driving away, like it almost seems like she's going to drive off the road because she's so frantic. And she's You're going worried going she's so going to get fast. in a car
1: accident and die, and that's yeah. how the movie's going to end.
0: Basically, having a panic attack while she's driving, which is completely understandable. And oh. she pulls over to the side where she's basically has to stop. Um, puke puke out of the side of her car and then there's like the last not quite the last jump scare of the movie but a giant logging truck goes past and it just Mm -hmm. like the sound of that shocks you and you're just like oh god okay but you think it's over and then she turns to her passenger seat and she sees the ghost of Juno which she's all bloody and fucked up and it's like alright cool now you have to live with that for the rest of your life The end that's how it ends
1: your life is ruined
0: or <laughs> seeing yeah the projection or image of gino next to her yeah. so
1: yeah
0: yeah that's that and that's uh that's the descent it <laughs> was an intense movie but it was a good movie
1: <laughs> yeah it is a very very good intense movie it is a uh, it's it makes you feel like you are along for the journey with, with these women. <laughs>
0: and yes. When you get to
1: the end of it, you're just like, oh, you almost take like a deep breath when uh, she takes that deep breath when she gets out of that hole, and she's just like,
0: breathing
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like fresh air. Yeah,
0: gasping for air. God, because yeah, the shit uh, that she did in that cave is probably not who she is in real life, but... She, she had seemed to, to like a out of very
1: it. lovely lady at the beginning of the movie. Just this soft-spoken, yep. like, sweet mom that had a young daughter and a she-thought-loving husband, and she seemed to have her shit together, and, like, that her whole... This movie's just about her whole life falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> How could a person so, go yep. from being perfectly normal to just bat shit yep. crazy <laughs>
0: God. I mean, that. I feel like the crawlers and the situation in that cave would do that to anybody. Um, yeah. But with that being said, we can now get into the making of special treats? Special, <laughs> special,
1: know, special treats. The making of special treats. The, movie. <laughs> the making it's of a
0: special
1: treats. I wouldn't want the to watch extra... that movie. That sounds like a bad touch movie. <laughs> Stranger Danger. The
0: bad touch. The, <laughs> the little extra, treat. like making of um, extras yeah. that you Treatment. that you Treatment. discovered <laughs> special treats you found. You can Let tell me us, show tell you us my all special about treats! <laughs> i am talking for too long. I feel like I can't think properly, so my brain you was get like, special treats. <laughs> special treats.
1: Like if I said that outside of an elementary school I get arrested.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who wants special treats? Not me.
1: No. Well, too bad. You're going to get them, and here they come. Oh, shit. (laughs) So, uh, let's just start, I think, with uh, the one that was most shocking to me, which I didn't realize until I looked this up, but um, there's actually another ending to this movie, and the one that we watched is the American ending. And there's an original version. The UK version is actually has more to it, and was deemed too depressing for American audiences, oh. and it actually puts a very different twist on the ending of the movie. It completely changes the ending of the movie and makes it, I think, far better and far far more depressing. <laughs> so, it's uh, it's it's pretty great. So the the American version ends with her seeing the ghost of Juno and. But the UK version after that, it cuts and all of a sudden it cuts back to Juno waking up after she fell down to the cave where she finds the exit. She's actually still there and it's not an exit. She hallucinated the entire escape to the car, the hole out of the earth. Everything was her in her imagination because when she was trying to get out, she actually fell down a tunnel Oh, you and say, then you found say the Juno, exit.
0: but it's, it's Sarah.
1: Sarah, sorry, Sarah, yeah. So yeah. Sarah, uh, when she's trying to get out, she falls down before she finds the exit and she kind of gets yeah. knocked unconscious and she gets woken yeah. up by the sunlight. That turns out that that's not actually the sunlight. It's her hallucination of what she's imagining happening. And so she wakes up And she's in the exact same position, but there's no sunlight. It's just darkness. And then she looks over and she sees her daughter sitting beside her with the birthday cake again. And she gets up and she smiles and she sits beside her daughter and she starts looking at her. And then it just cuts and starts pulling out. And you see that it's just Sarah sitting alone with her torch burning on the ground where the cake is. And her daughter's just not there. And she's completely alone in this, like huge wide cavern that's almost complete darkness except for the the burning torch and you just hear the crawlers coming towards her and that's how the movie ends with the camera pulling out farther and farther oh and you see her disappear God. into the darkness and so she never escapes either she like wow. the whole thing is a hallucination and it's perfectly wow. set up because throughout the movie every time she hits her head she sees another hallucination and she's constantly tripping balls
0: It is set so, up well and honestly like It makes sense the way that her escape was shot, too, of like how dreamlike it was, because it was, yeah, very beautifully shot, but it was very dream. Yeah, it did. It looked like escaping hell.
1: Yeah, Yeah. so in the the UK version, it actually was, which also makes uh, a second Descent movie impossible, (laughs) which there is a second one. So you kind of have to ignore the UK ending if you watch the second one.
0: Yeah, pick your own adventure, I guess.
1: <laughs> but I really like that ending. It's super dark, and that's that's my kind, kind of ending. <laughs>
0: that, it's realistic nihilistic. for a situation like that.
1: Well, I will tell you I know why he chose that ending, because he said one of his great inspirations for this movie was John Carpenter's The Thing which perfectly makes uh, sense with the camaraderie of the characters, the breakdown of trust and how the ending is nihilistic as shit. <laughs> like super nihilistic. It's probably
0: why I liked it. Cause I did like the thing a lot.
1: Yeah. It a, it's so it funny. A similar even vibe. 25 years later, the Americans still can't handle the ending to the thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Damn. It's such a powerful I, ending.
1: Apparently. <laughs>
0: I honestly, I think the ending to The Thing is perfect. Oh, yeah. I don't think I'd want it to be happy.
1: No, it shouldn't be. <laughs> it, or it's it, fucked it up. Yeah, it shouldn't it's, be like, oh. At
0: least it's it's vague enough where it's like you could, like, make it happy yourself, but...
1: Yeah, by the know. way, you know, they're, they're probably not going to make nihilistic. it. At least humanity will survive. And so in this yeah. case, it's like the stakes are low enough. You feel really bad that Sarah's not going to get out, but... You don't have to worry about these cave dwellers invading the planet or anything but uh yeah so i was very surprised by that that like was that made me super happy to discover that there was like a far <laughs> superior ending to it so I have to get my hands on like a uk blu-ray or something
0: <laughs> yeah
1: so yeah but now <laughs> on to the next big uh the brain melter <laughs> Next, the next special treat, <laughs> number two. So, uh, this was all shot in the UK, and all the exterior because we thought maybe it was going to be BC because it looked very kind of British Columbia yeah, outdoor stuff. BC. That was all shot in Scotland.
0: Scotland.
1: Scotland. England. And the cave. Every cave shot was one hundred percent a set. None of it was Hell. a real cave they that's went, so
0: impressive
1: yeah they went to a cave at one point and the director also realized much safer well yeah he realized one it's super dangerous and two it's gonna be so time consuming to try to get any shots and it was a low budget movie because like you said it was only three hundred and three and a half million dollars so you didn't have a lot of money to work with so they couldn't afford to actually shoot on location so they uh They built it at this uh, place, Pinewood Studios, just outside of London. And I found two contradicting uh, statements on how many pieces of the cave there was. Uh, One interview, which I'm kind of leaning towards being true, because this is what the director said, is that there was six cave sets that they created. And they couldn't create any more because they just didn't have any more money. So what they did was, they just kept... Uh, they were modular, so they could actually change the positions of all the oh, caves. Smart. So they could kind of, like, reconnect them in different ways. And then they would just reset uh, reset dress them. So, like, they would add yeah. water to some of the scenes. They would take out some of the plant life. They would repaint the surfaces. And most of all, they would always change the entrances slightly. To So any character entering a cave, even though it was, like, sometimes the exact same entrance, they would just change what the entrance looked like. And that's enough to trick smart. your brain into thinking it's, that smart, it's a different
0: cave very it's... smart of them to shoot it in a cave and have them in different areas because then you you don't really have to worry about too much continuity because people unless you're revisiting the same area which they do but like mm. for the most part caves are so ambiguous and it's dark it's mm-hmm. like nothing is has any major um landmarks so yeah,
1: yeah everything's smart. rock rock <laughs> yeah well. so you're not gonna like pick up on yeah any really especially if you repaint it and especially if you relight it and and they just they what they did was they took molds of real caves and then used that to create the styrofoam molds that they actually use so everything's styrofoam and they just paint it which is amazing that the, you can paint styrofoam it looks to look.
0: so good for that. I know, it looks totally real. Impressive. It doesn't
1: even have bouncy rocks or anything. Like when the cave-in yeah. happens, it looks like real rocks. <laughs>
0: it looks hard. Like it's yeah, like when the characters are falling and shit, like yeah, they do a good job.
1: Yeah, it was it was super impressive. So IMDB also said there was twenty-one cave sets. But then if there's twenty one cave sets. That's a lot of cave sets, and I don't think they go into 21 like, different sections of caves in the movie. I think so. it's
0: maybe, like, 21, like, uh, assembled? Because it's like, oh, there's, yeah. like, six full sets, but it can be assembled into 21 different ones or something. Yeah, I
1: mean, maybe they're counting as they do go into 21 locations made out of different cave sets. Yeah. yeah that's probably what they meant. But yeah, so I was, like, that was really crazy. And so, also... Uh, again, with what you mentioned about the lighting and how dramatic it is, based off of like the flares and and, and yeah. later on those like big neon green glowing lights that they get, yep. and uh, they the director wanted to make try and make sure that all the lighting was only only uh, created from stuff that they would have had with them from their journey. Yep. So that's why they make sure to use the camcorder and found footage a little bit. And they, they, that's why some of the characters have lights on their helmets, just to, like... So, when they're facing each other, they both have lights on their face. They're like, oh, yeah, wait, we can just put lights on their heads. That's fine. That's what yeah, people have in games.
0: Smart, yeah. So, <laughs> it's
1: like they just made sure that, you know, they had, like, like all the equipment that you could possibly have that generates light. And then they use that for most of the shots. I'm sure they cheated it with some. They probably did some, like, actual, like, studio lighting. But for the most part, it seems... Yeah. Because the lighting seems very different from a lot of movies I've seen, I would believe that probably most of the shots were created with just the the light from their different sources that they were carrying. But it was, uh, yeah. And uh, also, I found out that those giant glow sticks uh, they bought them at a sex shop. That's where they found them. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what a wonderful place! That's so, I was like, I was always wondering because I, I just thought I was like, where do you get those? That'd be fun to have giant glow. Glow sticks. They're so big. <laughs> it's like, okay, just go to a sex shop. Yeah, apparently good to
0: know. Go to a sex shop and get some know giant how... glow sticks.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how giant glow sticks fit into a sex shop, but, uh, you know, because yeah. he wants some dramatic cave lighting.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Just, so, like,
0: glow sticks. <laughs> just like imagining someone just waving it around and, like, before going <laughs> to bed, like, look what I got for tonight, honey. And they're <laughs> just like, cool. Woo, this way to the bed, just like pointing with the glow sticks.
1: It's like one of those air traffic controllers, it's like guiding yes. airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> and go I this way. turned
0: off all the lights and changed the location of the bed so it's different tonight. <laughs> Follow the glow sticks.
1: <laughs> Look at my sexy glow sticks. So yeah, you ever want to spice it up in the bedroom, get giant glow
0: sticks. Get some glow sticks and move your bed.
1: You know what? People do it differently in the UK. They yeah, don't know what, got they, different... what they're into across the pond.
0: It's true. We
1: can't but... fathom what sort of glow stick sex they could possibly be having over there. Glow
0: <laughs> stick sex.
1: You know, uh... our, our North American <laughs> minds can't possibly fathom. But uh, yeah, so they uh, onto the crawlers themselves. They uh, they were actually inspired another inspiration for the movie. He said was uh, Nosferatu, and that's kind that's okay. what they used to inspire the crawler design off of. They originally nice. were apparently more creature like. They had like giant eyes, and they kind of had like more of like a longer neck. Uh, but it took so long to get all the all the people in the makeup that they just said, fuck it. You know, we're not going to do this. We have to make them more like humanoid just for practicality's mm-hmm. sake. And they also were going to be phosphorescent originally, which means they were going to glow. Like they Whoa. would be like, <laughs> like glowing, like it was like glowing mushrooms underground and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. They were going to actually like, glow and kind of be shiny, but uh, it, took, it completely deflated all the terror. Because you could I just see them glowing off in the distance in the darkness. They're just like, rawr, rawr. <laughs> yeah. That,
0: a, that doesn't make them very sneaky at all. <laughs> no, no.
1: They decided to go with them blending into the shadows, being a little more effective <laughs> than yes. just glowing. Smart. Yeah, yeah. They, I think they made the they made the right choice there. And they also just as a interesting kind of. Uh, insistence by the director he wanted to make sure that every every person in the creature makeup was a professional actor and not a stunt person because they wanted to they wanted to emphasize their like character and kind of like subtle emotions that these creatures give off because they really do like in certain parts like when sarah kills uh this one younger crawler that gets on her she murders it and throws it away and then this like mother crawler kind of comes out and like coddles it and you could tell that like she's upset and in pain that her child's dead and then there's like this uh one kind of alpha crawler that's like the really big one that she fights and apparently his name is scar he's like the the leader of their pack so that director even went into trying to make sure that they had some sort of hierarchy within their society and like a actual kind of they're not just monsters essentially
0: yeah that's cool yeah
1: yeah so and uh yeah, so also, I also noticed this. They said it was a it was a nod, but I felt it was just kind of ripping it off. But they sound almost exactly like the Predator. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, they say that the reason why they sound like the Predator is because they wanted to make them to have dolphin noises. I guess that's how they made the Predator sound. But uh, oh. they wanted to give them dolphin noises so that it would hint to the audience that they use echolocation, like the... Thing that they they always do. Oh
0: like, yeah.
1: So that's supposed to be them doing echolocation. So they're bouncing sound off the walls so that they can see through sound, and that's why they're completely blind, but can see where they're going really well is because they're they can see them once they start moving. Essentially, it creates an image for them out of sound, which is freaking oh, cool. cool. <laughs> that's
0: a cool idea,
1: <laughs> right? And also, uh, apparently, the. Uh, there is actually a little uh, scene early on in the movie around the 47 mark where you can actually see the shadow of a crawler when uh, they light one of the flares up. They, when they first go into the cave and I I think it's when Sarah walks a little farther and she's using a flashlight, you see just like it's walking out of frame. So you just see its shadow moving away and it could just be like, cause she's moving the flashlight. It's kind of a, camera but uh, or it's like the light source changing the shadow but it cuts away and cuts back to the same shot and that shadow is completely gone so they're like oh someone spotted that like five years after it was released they're like oh, hey okay. <laughs> yeah like, oh, hey I hey. 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 hey, do this that's cool yeah. and <laughs> it's
0: a little easter egg Yeah,
1: and so uh, one of the very interesting twists and uh, cut scenes from the movie is uh there is a theory that if that was created by the director that they, he wanted to put into the movie was that um, in the initial uh, hallucination that Sarah has when she's in the hospital and she's running down the corridor and all the lights yep. are shutting off, there's uh, she she was actually sees a crawler-like creature oh. in her hallucination in that shot, yeah. and so there is a theory that. Um, the whole movie doesn't have any monsters, and that it's just Sarah has completely snapped oh. when she goes into the cave and she kills everybody herself because that's they, a cool theory. And she just imagines the crawlers, and that's her insanity just like causing her to go completely berserk and just murder <laughs> all of her friends. Damn,
0: um, what a sad way to go
1: yeah that would have been a pretty brutal way to do it too if you somehow just cut to her just killing everybody and there's no monsters anywhere
0: yeah it just cuts to like her in the big room and all of her friends are dead around her and she's alone
1: covered in blood
0: just alone covered in blood with her torch and hallucinating her daughter next to her that's Uh. even more depressing
1: that would actually, uh, that would be really good too. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they were, uh, so they, the and then I guess the, the one other kind of fun fact is um, that oddly enough, this is very weird because I don't think there has really been spelunking movies since, but there was an American movie being made called The Cave. And it is also about a group of people that go spelunking down into a deep cave where they discover creepy monsters that have echolocation and murder the shit out of them.
0: <laughs> and that's conveniently similar.
1: It, but I've seen the cave, and the cave is. It stars uh Cersei Lannister from Game of Thrones. And a bunch of other assholes, but it is a terribly stupid movie because they aren't just like cavemen that have evolved over the years. These are like weird cave vampires that have like an infection that they can spread and it gives you stupid cross eyes. This is the early 2000s type of horror that I was talking about that did not age well and that has a lot of like heavy (laughs) inlots. stupid garbage in it yeah and everyone's just cool and awesome and american so and it ends with like the virus breaking out of the cave because one of the main characters has the cross eye at the end sorry if anyone's spoiling the end of the cave so uh (laughs) mr marshall found out about this six months into the shooting of the cave He's like, oh fuck, someone else is making a cave movie that's like about people getting attacked by monsters. God damn it. So he decided, fuck it. We're British. We're gonna do this anyways. And then I had to I had to write the whole thing down because this is one of the most hilarious British things I've ever heard a British person say. And it was we were originally going to release after in November or next February, but we thought Let's get it out before them. That'll really piss on their chips.
0: <laughs> that'll really that'll, that'll really, really piss, piss on, on their, their chips. It's get out before them. That'll really piss on their chips. Okay, that's not a good accent. But you get the gist. That'll really piss on their chips. <laughs> <laughs> Something. I should stop doing accents because it's just it offensive. <laughs> <laughs>
1: to our UK viewership, we're sorry for our terrible English accents. And pretty uh, much any, anyone who listens around the world who we've attempted to do an accent of, we apologize ahead of time or <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> in advance. Or in bad accents
0: up. on this. Yeah. But right, this we are it. getting more and more haters by the day, so... <laughs> Never know. Our Maybe our viewers... Maybe our viewership is just comprised mostly of people that hate
1: us. (laughs) Hey, it totally worked for, uh, uh, what's his nuts, uh, King of Radio, the guy in New York City with the curly hair, he's still on. Oh
0: god, but that guy's an asshole.
1: Yes, well we try not to be an asshole, but hey, maybe we just can't help but our inner asshole coming up, we just don't know it. We're two Canadians. People just think we're
0: stupid and ignorant, probably. Being ignorant.
1: Well, you know we can't argue. Stop being (laughs)
0: ignorant, okay?
1: But despite the fact that the cave got shot six months before the descent, it actually released three weeks before the cave, which you go, Britain. (laughs) They managed to release. You fricking go,
0: Britain. So they must have like
1: really hauled ass because they were only in pre-production at that point when they were six months into filming it so there you go Ah, cool thankfully the descent became a classic and the cave became nothing because no one remembers or talks about the cave except probably in relation to the fact that it came out near the same time as the descent that is what it's famous for yeah
0: i guess but i'm i'm Glad that the Descent came out first, because that would freaking suck if they just kind of assumed that they were making a movie because this American movie came out, you know? Because well, I feel I've... like the American movie wouldn't necessarily get blamed for doing the same thing as the Descent, but the Descent would have because apparently American movies like own cinema.
1: Well, I yeah, I would, yeah, I would like. say that's the reason why is because Americans think that's the pinnacle of cinema. So if a UK movie comes out beforehand, Americans will just ignore it because they don't pay attention. So ironically, well, even though... I'm glad The
0: Descent did well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, because it came out three weeks earlier in the UK, which means it still came out later in America than The Cave. I would oh, say. shit. So who knows? It technically beat it, but not an American release, I would imagine, because they would—they well, for yeah, one, that... they changed the ending. So,
0: well, I hope it at least did better than the cave.
1: <laughs> I have to imagine the cave uh, <laughs> didn't didn't gross the most since there wasn't a cave 2. like uh, no, but there was but a there descent a... 2. Yes, yeah. well. You Can rest assured the cave only grossed 15 million,
0: okay, compared to the descent's
1: Good. 50 something, whatever
0: 53 million. Yeah, so
1: yeah, on a Fuck far yeah. smaller budget, so that's so the much better. Yeah, so the budget was oh, it lost 15 million dollars. The budget was estimated oh, to be 30 shit. million dollars compared to the descent's 3.5 million dollars. <sighs> And wow. that's what happens when you hire a bunch of named actors that want a bunch of money instead of people that are yes. just gonna make a movie like professionals.
0: Thirty, th- oh, sorry, three point five million dollar budget and it grossed fifty-seven point one million. I kept mixing yeah. up the numbers, but we so, got it close.
1: Cave <laughs> cost thirty million dollars and made fifteen. Oh.
0: <laughs> Damn. Yeah, this is why you hire just like lesser known actors, or you just actors have a,
1: are, they do a professional job. They know this is their profession. Yeah. It's not like their calling, where they could be like uh, egotistical assholes nail nail rats to wooden boards and send it to you.
0: Like you very high them. budget Your, uh, actors are worth it in some circumstances, but I think even like the best actors that get paid millions of dollars are still willing to do more indie movies for less money because it's a good movie, you know? Yeah. Like, a lot of them are still dedicated to the craft enough where it's like, I understand it's not in your budget, but I still really want to do it, so I'm down.
1: Yeah, that's why I love Adam Driver so much. And man's Star awesome. Wars and all this other crap, but then he's in Marriage Story. And- and marriage Story was good. <laughs> it was a wonderful <laughs> movie. And Lucky Logan, which... He plays a hilarious one-armed redneck that robs a NASCAR track with uh, Channing Tatum. He's
0: just freaking good. He's a good actor.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, he's also he was also in uh, uh, Terry Gilliam's last movie. I'm imagine he's probably not going to make another one. The uh, uh, not the Legend of Don Quixote. Uh, Something Don Quixote.
0: Yeah, something Don Quixote. It was no.
1: Oh, that's too bad. I actually own the movie too.
0: <laughs> oh, you own it. I just know it's something Don Quixote as well. I don't. know. Yeah, yeah. Whole, it's like the name. death of
1: Don Quixote. Something. But it's a very was weird it, movie. As you
0: can was consider. it good? I actually haven't seen it yet.
1: Uh, I would say it's 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 worth a watch if you like Terry Gillian. and okay. you obviously are a Monty Python fan. So.
0: I like yeah. Terry Gilliam.
1: It's got a lot of the Terry Gilliam same actors in it. Uh, I my favorite Terry Gilliam is Ventures of Baron Munchausen*, which is a yes, I know. Movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, the the villain from uh, the villain from that movie plays Don Quixote, and uh, it's it's a really funny. It's it's a bizarre storyline in how it kind of takes place in two different time periods, but also in two different versions of, of people's realities, because the movie's kind of about insanity, which ter- it's Terry Gilliam's, like, fascination in life is insanity. But, uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's a very interesting movie. So, at the tail end of the descent, my <laughs> mini <laughs> review of movie by Terry Gilliam that we can't remember, but Don Quixote is in the title.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I mean, you get little nuggets of these in our podcasts. It's just the way it goes. It's
1: <laughs> just the way um, it goes. You can't, you can't stop the flow of consciousness, man.
0: can't stab it, man. And yeah, that's, uh, I guess that's the end of our review of The Descent. Thank please go it, watch man. it.
1: It's probably one of my favorite horror movies. Every time I go back to it, oh. I... Just re-love it every time. It always gives me the heebie-jeebies just because, not of the monsters, but just the claustrophobia of it. I never want to be trapped in a goddamn cave and that movie really makes you feel like you're trapped in a goddamn cave.
0: For me, the moral of the story of watching this is just do not go splunking.
1: (laughs) Ever. That's really the moral of the story. Yeah, fuck caves.
0: I don't want to be here anymore.